What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TanManBaseballFan.com. You guys, I've been thinking about something pretty interesting here. Uh, like, I think I've, I've probably talked about this a little bit over the past several episodes here and there, but just how I'm absolutely fascinated by the uh, uh, by our society and how we are, uh, like, really, really... Uh, hyped up about collecting things, uh, whether it's, you know, rubber erasers or pens or action figures from the 80s, comics, or, of course, baseball cards. Um, I think in doing this, I'm not sure if this is the case or not, but I would imagine that we're probably more collectors uh, now than probably any other time in the history of the world. I think a lot of us are obsessed with collecting. We have uh, all of our little, uh, uh, all of our needs that are really kind of taken care of and on overdrive on, on uh, autopilot, right? We uh, don't have to go out and hunt. Uh, a lot of times, we really don't even have to go and cook uh, or you know plant for you know to get food and that sort of thing. We just go to the store, grab some groceries, or uh, if you're like us, when it comes to a lot of uh, uh, you know, groceries and everything. We're actually just driving to pick them up uh, while they, uh, uh, while the workers actually bring the groceries out to us. Um, so it's really not even a big deal anymore for groceries. So <laughs> even somebody like me who would normally, whenever uh, I would go out to get groceries for the family, because it's not my thing. Holly does that for us, or at least used to. If I were to be sent out to do uh, grocery pickup. I would have to call her probably three, four times to make sure I got the right thing and still miss, <laughs> still mess up the, the order. So, but nowadays, like, you know, I'm literally just driving to uh, HEB or Walmart or Target or whatever and letting them know I'm here and then picking up. You know, a lot of people will have uh, grocery pick off, uh, uh, drop off ever since COVID. And even still, for meals, we might have like, uh, DoorDash or something like everything has gotten to be so uh, convenient. Uh, you know, for mechanics, for instance, for cars, if something goes wrong with the car, for the most part, I'm having a mechanic come over and fix my car in my driveway. Um, so, anyways, the whole reason why I'm saying all this is because I find it interesting. Like we have less time that we have to worry about like other things. I think a lot of times we use that extra time to funnel into our hobbies and that can be collecting. So what happens when our collecting kind of goes into overdrive and we have, uh, and we start, you know, picking up all kinds of things. Well, guess what? We start running out of room very quickly for, uh, things to, you know, for, uh, to be able to store, the pieces that we pick up. So I find that kind of interesting. And I'm actually kind of in that situation right now where, you know, I have my stuff in my office and I really just don't have all that much room to keep things. So I think that's one of the things that's kind of interesting for uh, cards. And, and this kind of fits a real nice, uh, real nice niche for us, I guess, as far as uh, card collecting goes. Because baseball cards, they don't take up too much room compared to various other uh, collectibles. So I've talked about this before where you could have 
10,000 baseball cards that are in you know two larger size boxes and they can just be in the corner of your closet. 10,000 comic books, on the other hand, is much, much bigger of a deal to house. Uh, that takes up a significant amount of space. Uh, and you know, forget about you know talking about 100,000 cards, which is still doable possibly in a closet, versus 100,000 comics, then you know, well, your entire room is going to be uh, just comic book storage. So, and also, you know, other awkward things. So let's talk about game used pieces even. Uh, let's say if you love game used bats, uh, you could have, I was actually just talking to a buddy of mine that's got close to 50 game used bats. Guys, that is a lot of space. I actually bought, I want to say probably about 50 or so game used bats uh, a number of years ago to flip. And, uh, man, I was kind of reeling after a while because it took several months to move all of them. I was like, man, this is like, this is, this is a lot of, a lot of room that's, that's being taken up in our, in our garage here. So, uh, so I guess that's why, uh, cards a lot of times can, uh, appeal to us because you could have like a, the best part of a game used bat, like the barrel or the knob to be actually, uh, embedded in a nice little two and a half inch by three and a half inch piece of cardboard much easier to store and uh interestingly enough which kind of goes goes beyond all conventional wisdom i guess is many times these bat barrel cards will sell for more than the actual entire bat uh, i find that interesting i find that very interesting i've realized that over the over the last couple years uh, and I started thinking about it also. What would I rather have? Would I rather have a barrel card or a knob card or an entire game used bat? There's a lot of people um, that would rather the entire game used bat. And you know that might actually be the majority. But for me personally, um, for Conseco at least, if I'm given a choice between a game used bat of his and a knob card of his or a barrel card of his, I'm picking a barrel or a knob card. Uh, and I think that probably I you know I don't know why I, I really don't know why maybe it's just because I love cards so much uh, that it's the fact that it's a card that gets me excited about it more than anything I don't know really um, but in any event uh, that's kind of how it is and so moving forward on on these cards as well you, it's not really limited to barrels and knobs and that sort of thing. It's not even limited to two and a half inch by three and a half inch cards anymore either. Um, I just made a post on Facebook. This is basically off of, uh, uh, or this is a, an idea that I had after uh, being mentioned on Twitter by Collecting Catch. Uh, I think his name is Brian Stryker, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, he actually was uh, mentioning me because he somebody he was responding to some tweet that talked about uh, relic cards with with kind of funky little relic pieces, not just patches, not just bats. Um, I've done a number of those. I've done. I've embedded guitar picks. I've embedded uh, actual dreadlocks from Andrew McCutcheon for uh, for Brian. I've uh, done a lot of other different types of uh, fun things. Little wedding mementos. Obviously, the bullet card that you've seen recently. Uh, fingerprint. I've done uh, actual playing cards that were fanned out on felt. Uh, all kinds of wild stuff, uh, and it's really, really fun. Like I love those pieces, and so um, 
I guess part of the reason why it's so neat to be able to do something like that is because it takes a little piece of whatever memory that you might have or whatever and it encapsulates it into a uh, another collecting medium that is small and compact and uh, can be stored easily or displayed easily without actually having like a huge thing of it or whatever so um, that's why I really that's why I really like it I think I think that's one of the reasons why why it's so appealing to have these cards with these you know strange pieces there's one that I did of uh, UL Washington with a toothpick the toothpick was not UL Washington's um, unfortunately but um, but it was uh, it was a fun little piece there's a Bill Belichick one that I had a, uh, a signature somebody did had me do this for him a signature as well as uh, uh, in uh, inflation needle, uh, which is kind of a fun thing for, you know, remember the deflate gate, uh, deal that they had going with, uh, with Tom Brady and everything. So that was another, that was another fun one. Um, there was, uh, uh, you know, obviously the pet cards you have like embedded, uh, um, you know, chew toys and tennis balls and so on and so forth, which is really kind of fun also. And then, um, uh, what else? There's, there's so many other, uh, so many other pieces out there, which, uh, which I've really enjoyed. Also, like you know, warning track dirt and grass from Wrigley Field. <clears throat> so, all those are are super fun and just a great way to kind of display and and store, you know, kind of these pieces that you had otherwise as mementos, and it kind of allows you to display with a picture and that sort of thing too, and again, in a medium that kind of makes sense for us because we love cards. Um, so the same thing goes for, I mean, it's the whole reason I went to Kinseiko's house. Well, not the whole reason, but the majority of the reason for Kinseiko's house because I bought a jersey of each team that he put on, like he, including the Angels and Expos, even though he didn't officially play for them, um, merely so I could create cards out of these this player-worn material, you know? I didn't really care about the jerseys as a whole themselves, uh, you know, though I would like a game-used jersey at some point of his. I've never had an actual game-used jersey of his. Um, I've had, you know, batting practice jerseys and warm-up jackets and all kinds of other things, but not a not nice A's game used jersey. Uh, but anyways, uh, and, and so even going going further, I think we can uh, we can thank really probably tops for this. Um, but it's not just a matter of having something that's in the standard size two and a half by three and a half inches anymore. It's larger format pieces, which I have grown to love. I mean, especially when it comes to displaying. Oh, you guys like. Nothing beats, in my opinion, a real nice jumbo size piece for display purposes. It is the greatest. And I, I didn't like him. Like I, I come from the school of two and a half by three and a half inches. Anything bigger is awful. That's why I never really liked 89 Bowman. Uh, they just wouldn't fit in those, uh, in those pages nicely when I was growing up and everything, you know? Um, and plus there were no real jumbo pieces back then. I mean, that you know, like tops does like the box loaders, cabinet cards and, and that sort of thing. Now I love those sorts of things. I actually do a lot of my custom work as jumbo, uh, pieces for myself and for others. Um, and the benefit of this as well is it allows 
to be able to pl uh, display bigger relics, whether it's bigger pieces of the relic or actual the full size uh, relic, which is great. Um, I, I just love it. You know, I think that's I think that's really kind of a kind of fun thing. So in the end, and it really also kind of plays into how I collect as it is. So let's take for instance. Uh, I mean, you can look at any type of, you know, hobby, collecting hobby that I am involved in. Let's say comic books, for instance. Uh, I don't have an extensive comic collection. I've got 20 comics or so, but every single one of them are like super special ones to me. There's not really any filler. Uh, say with my Canseco collection, uh, there's not really too terribly many cards I have that are just like nothing cards. Uh, same with my vintage collection. You're not going to find, uh, you know, a bunch of like uh, T206 comments. You know, you'll find a, a Ty Cobb, but, and that's it. Just one, you know. Whereas a lot of collectors could potentially have hundreds, like literally hundreds of T206 cards. I just have one. Um, and, and that's kind of how I've collected. It's just to have like one nice piece uh, as representation of certain of certain things, um, same thing goes with transformers and and all that too. So so that's kind of that's kind of where I where I come from when it comes to collecting. So uh, that kind of plays in nicely. Uh, the the custom relic cards plays in nicely because I don't necessarily, for example, want an entire uh, to keep like an entire jersey that Jose wore for me uh, when I was at his house, having these them cut up into cards, special little card pieces that with special jerseys and stuff or special patches, that's what I love. You know, I, I really enjoy those pieces. Same thing with the bats. Um, the gamey's bats like are, are great, uh, but having the specific special piece of bat is, you know, even greater for me. So, um, but yeah, it's kind of funny. It's, it's, it's fun to see how cards have the evolution of, of our hobby is kind of uh, taking a turn and it's really kind of grown into number one not just the standard size two and a half by three and a half inch cards but number two also uh, that you can fit other pieces in them as well whether it's like fingerprints or bullets or dreadlocks or you know whatever you can think of whatever you can dream up you know we can put in some sort of a card and uh, just uh, and enjoy it and be very thankful for you know those types of pieces as well so and not even uh, uh, again I think we think tops for this but not even just uh, uh, you know baseball related but any 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 subject you can think of so uh, yeah and by the way you know I'll, I'll give this kind of a, a plug for myself here as well if you have any um, ideas that you want to have as far as a card goes uh, reach out to me, tanmanbaseballfan at gmail.com. I make, you know, kid cards and wedding cards and all kinds of other different customs with all kinds of different types of uh, embedded relics in them. So if you have any ideas, let me know and let's uh, let's work on something. Let's let's figure it out and, and do something cool together, huh? you know? That'd be great. But uh, anyway, so that, that was just kind of my, uh, my Sunday morning thoughts. I think it's, uh, it's kind of fun. Uh, I enjoy this hobby tons and it's funny because like the basis of this really kind of started with junk wax era cards for me right like just like it probably 
or possibly at least did for you as well. These little base cards that they made millions and millions of is, you know, kind of taken on its own life and, you know, has bloomed into something completely different from where we started. So anyways, that's all for now. Uh, a couple plugs also buy my book, please. Confessions of a Baseball Card Addict, available on Amazon. My YouTube channel, I, I showcase my collection, like pickups, uh, customs, all kinds of other things there. Uh, YouTube.com forward slash Tanman Baseball Fan. Follow me on Twitter at Tanman BB Fan. And I'm on Instagram, just not much. I think it's at Tanman Baseball Fan as well. So I think that'll do it for today, you guys. Thank you as always for listening. Hope you all have a great day.